0: Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and with us this morning for a return visit with some old information that is continuing to be worthy worthy of uh, reporting and passing along, and some new information, some uh, new bells and whistles, if you will, that have come up in the last year or so. Christina Folsom, the founder and network weaver of the East Texas Human Needs Network. Good morning, Christina. Looking forward to the update. Great to have you with us again.
1: Good morning, John. Thank you.
0: You bet. And don't forget, InFocus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash InFocus, and InFocus is uploaded to our website early in the morning, the day after the show airs. Christina, I'm going to briefly mention an event that you have coming up um, very soon, October 17th. It's your... uh Big Summit event. It'll be at the uh, Ornellis Center, I believe, on Old Omen Road. And the reason I mention that is it's a celebration of five years. We're going to talk about that in more detail, but uh, lo and behold, it's been just a little over five years since the East Texas Human Needs Network first went into business. I was a little more involved back then. I remember having some meetings at the Cotton Belt Building, and boy, you've just really grown and mushroomed since then. It's been a huge success, but uh, an ongoing need for what you do, for what you provide, and an ongoing need for growth and just continued community awareness. Let's start off with the basics, though. The East Texas Human Needs Network, what it is, what it does, and how far it's come just since, I guess, August of 2012.
1: It's a way of bringing the community together. In particular, we started with the nonprofit community. How do we work uh, more effectively? How do we uh, use our our collaborative efforts to really improve the lives of those who are living in poverty and who are vulnerable? So that that was the thrust of it all, is how do we work better together so that we can better serve those that are in need?
0: Mm -hmm. And I know from personal experience and from doing the news reporting, there had been a number of efforts uh, in that regard over the years, and still a number of of smaller groups that address specific needs in the community that involve networking and people touching base with one another. But basically, uh, of course, you had also been the director of PATH for a number of years, people attempting to help. And your experience with PATH, I think we've been over this before as well, really uh, brought to your attention the need for a group like the East Texas Human Needs Network. Um, agencies, so many agencies in Tyler, uh... working in different ways to help people and to address different community needs but you not only realize that these agencies needed to be networking with each other but that they needed to be doing it in some very specific ways What were some of the gaps that you saw that you feel needed to be addressed five years ago and that are now being addressed through the East Texas Human Needs Network?
1: I believe that the approach needed to be more strategic, and in order for it to be strategic, it needed to be data-driven. So lots of amazing organizations doing great work, not necessarily working together. And when we work together, we can leverage each other's strengths. So the, the first issue was, what is the greatest need in this community? and how do we all agree on what that greatest need is, and then work together towards that. And the only way to arrive at what the greatest needs were, and we did in fact arrive at five different areas of study, was to talk to those individuals who are experiencing poverty and who are vulnerable, and they are the experts. Let them yeah. tell us what the greatest needs were, and as a result of our um, of our assessments and our interviews of many, many hundreds of families in this community, we arrived at the top needs in five different areas of study, and then that led us to five different councils that have been working consistently for over five years in the fields of education, employment, healthcare, housing. And transportation Mm -hmm.
0: and you have uh, regular meetings tell us how the meetings are set up and where you meet you have quarterly meetings and monthly meetings as well
1: we have quarterly meetings which is an opportunity to bring all five councils together to share the work that has taken place over the previous two months uh, and to ensure that we continue to be on the same page uh, that those that are working on education understand what those working in transportation are doing and so on and so forth so quarterly we have all councils meeting and then the other two months um, um, have individual meetings for each council
0: okay now are these all held at your headquarters on high-tech Drive
1: they're on high-tech Drive the building right next door to us which is really where capstone and the women's fund are Uh we're fortunate to be part of a campus so we use the conference room in that building at 4908 high-tech drive that is where our council meetings are held
0: all righty and that's off shiloh as you're going east from uh, Paluxy towards the troop highway that's correct not a very conspicuous street but people pass by it all the time and it's (laughs) not real hard to find and of course with google maps you can find anything anyway that's right Uh, 4910 high-tech drive is the headquarters and 4908 high-tech drive where the meetings are held right on the same campus you tell us phone number is 903-216-3211 and the website is www.et hnn.org and my recommendation is if you're going to check that website uh, do it during some time when you have some opportunities to uh... W- when you don't have to be anywhere right away and you can really sit down and navigate through it and see all the things that are on there because it is vast and i know it's growing and some of the things we're going to focus on today are among the newer things that you have to offer christina Folsom network weaver founder of the east texas human needs network our guest this morning on in focus um, you basically lead three major efforts right now and uh... You provide two major functions. If we can run quickly through exactly what those are.
1: Absolutely. I'm happy to do that. Uh, The first thing I think for us to focus quite a bit of attention on, because it's brand new to this community, is 903help.org. It is Uh an online social services directory. And then we have two events. We have the summit, which you mentioned briefly a few minutes ago on October the 17th. And then we have the second annual uh, Take the Step, a job skills event on October 25th.
0: Okay, we want to talk about those in just a minute. I was really, where I was really going with this was you have... uh uh, collective action and the bridges community initiatives and then uh, your, your functions are engagement and focus and support action if you can kind of briefly explain uh, what those are and then we do want to move into the three or four major focus areas we want to touch on today
1: absolutely engagement it simply means engaging the community how do we get in first and foremost what's the social services organizations working together so how do we engage social services government uh, congregations in the community at large so that we all understand uh, the issues faced by our community and we all work Um, towards that, then uh, once we've engaged them, how can we all focus on solutions? And the way in which we focus on solutions is by doing very comprehensive community needs assessments. Now we have data and we can focus on working together and coordinating our efforts to address those greatest needs. And then what we learned after after two years of efforts um, in understanding poverty is that The community at large doesn't in fact understand the causes of poverty and what perpetuates poverty. And it's the reason we started embarking in what we call the Bridges community. It's teaching Bridges out of poverty and also poverty simulations to help us all understand poverty and, uh, and the issues that people face when living in poverty.
0: Mm-hmm. And collective action, really, uh, when I think of what you do, that's, to me, just kind of the overarching concept. It is really all about collective action. But really back to the basics, people working together for proactive solutions.
1: Absolutely, so um, people do a lot of things very, very well, and we want them to continue to do that, but we need to find other ways to work together and that's what collective action is about
0: mm-hmm. and you have succeeded so many people, so many organizations involved in your group right now about how many people uh, or organizations are listed as members of Ethan as you're also known
1: you know probably seventy five to, to eighty right now are listed as active members of the Ethan organization um, and those are engaged in collective impact and in each and every one of these additional activities that we will go over today
0: okay and um, I can see you're champing at the bit to get to those (laughs) and I kind of am myself (laughs) The first one that we want to talk about, I think, is the one that uh, you're really trying to make people aware of right now. It is called 903help.org. It's been in the news. KTBB has run a story on it. And just for those who uh, are maybe a little bit familiar with it or not familiar with it at all, what is it? How does it work? How can people take advantage of it? And how are they taking advantage of it now?
1: Um. 903help.org what our tagline is help is just a click away mm-hmm. we do live in a world where most of us have access to the internet and there's tremendous strength and uh, the ability to do a simple Google search and find what you need and we've been able to do that thanks to our very many partners here is to put together a social services directory so that people can find the help that they need um, with just a click just a click. It's as simple as a Google search. Going to 903help.org uh, and doing a search for what it is that you need and finding a local resource uh, including the address and how to get there and the phone number and an email address and a description of services. So anytime someone finds themselves in, in need or they have a friend who they see is struggling and needs some assistance, they can easily find help for them online at 903help.org.
0: Alright, good response to it so far
1: very good response to it i'm looking for the google analytics report uh, later today but hundreds of hits every day already
0: okay uh... you run into the issue of people who don't have internet access but you have an answer for that too
1: we do the majority of our partners we have more than seventy partners um, have all um been trained they all have volunteers and caseworkers and social workers um, that are our partners in 903 help so when someone comes to them that doesn't have access to the internet they have um, they have access to a hundred percent of what's available on the website through the partners themselves who can sit with them side by side or give them control of the mouse and let them uh, search for themselves
0: okay so basically Um, one of the gaps that we're still looking at, and let's be honest about this, people who just aren't getting the word, people who uh, maybe you run into on the street who still are not really aware of what social services are available. And that's something that you're just really having to continue to address, isn't it?
1: I think it's continu- it, it will always be there. I think it will continue to be there. Social services uh, change. We have more social services. Some great services sometimes go away. So it's important for all of us to always be aware of what's happening. But even those of us in the field are not always aware of everything that's available. So having this resource brings it to our fingertips. Mm
0: -hmm. A homeless person maybe living on the street. Of course, you have the uh, Gateway to Hope under the auspices of the Highway 80 Rescue Mission based in Longview, Um, and that would be one of the agents. That's the population that I think most people probably think of when they think of, uh, how's this person going to get help? How is this person really going to become aware of what's available? Gateway to Hope in Tyler is much the answer to that and they have those resources available as well right
1: absolutely so they're one of our one of our partners um, gateway to hope is one of our partners and they do have a small computer bank that they allow their uh, their clients to utilize uh, they have the posters there they have the ability to coach them and show them how to use it if they're not familiar with using the computer or the internet um, so they'll have someone that can help them navigate the process
0: mm-hmm. I'm looking at the poster that you've provided us this morning and there are so many services I'll just run through it a few of them abuse and neglect community events crisis hotlines and helplines disabilities education employment assistance food and utilities there are just uh, so many areas that are covered by this 903help.org now we've had the 211 service long ago known as the info line Uh, which is basically what it is. And that's still around uh, under the auspices of the United Way. Do you find yourself pretty much working in partnership with them, just kind of uh, supporting one another?
1: I think that much of the information that is uh, held within our website is simply easier to find. Uh Um, 211, because it's part of a statewide Health and Human Services Commission service, is a monster statewide database um, and sometimes those databases are not easy to um, To play with, right? Mm -hmm. They're not user friendly. So, what we find is what we have is more detailed, it's more local, and it's easier.
0: Mm -hmm. And people still have the option of using either one, whichever they're the most comfortable with. Absolutely, yes. Okay. Um, 903help.org is what we've been talking about. We can maybe run back over some of the stuff a little bit later if you like. But uh, the big event coming up, and it's coming up real soon, um, just Two, two and a half weeks away. The Ethan East Texas Human Needs Network 2017 Celebration Summit, October 17th. Taking a moment here to remind everybody we are talking to Christina Folsom, Network Weaver and founder of the East Texas Human Needs Network on In Focus. I'm John Sims. And on October 17th, it is at the Ornella Center on Old Omen Road. You're celebrating five years. What's going to be going on at this big event, October 17th?
1: we're gonna go over what happened and when did it happen and how did it happen and knowing that five years ago when we started we if we had laid out a plan for what would be taking place five years later i don't think we could have dreamt of what it is that we have in place mm. today it, it grew organically i guess is what most people use the terminology now it grew uh, at the right time at the right pace because we had the right partners and the right leadership in place to do it it's a community driven effort the things that are in place um, came about as a recognition for a need and um, a determination that we could make this work and so we have um, great services available for the nonprofit community so that they in turn can serve their own communities better
0: All righty. Some of the things you're going to be celebrating, how you've grown, the 903help.org service that we were just talking about, poverty education. You've really come a long way with that. I know we discussed that a little bit earlier. And uh, one of the big things we haven't touched on yet, you have expanded into Cherokee County. You now have services... Uh, east texas human needs network it's the name it's gone by pretty much since the beginning but it's been basically a smith county service i know you've had partnerships uh with agencies and other communities or you've done events with them in Gregg county places like that but now expansion has happened into cherokee county i believe the your uh Service down there is based in Jacksonville, if I'm not mistaken. And starting in January, you're going to be moving into Anderson and Russ counties. Tell us a little bit more about all that. And what we're looking at is we move forward with these three new uh... county additions to your project
1: it, it's the growth into Cherokee County started thanks to reverend um Vicki Griffin who uh, has left us now she's an um, amazing uh... woman she she invited Ethan to come over and help them do a community needs assessment and do poverty education And uh, we brought together those nonprofits and those government institutions, and we started meeting just as we have been doing here in Smith County. Uh, The Comprehensive Community Needs Assessment then led to them having five councils and working on their top needs, and then recently also adopted the 903help.org. So they now have a social services directory as well in Cherokee County. And so our efforts are to continue to grow. As communities ask for our help, we will do our best to be there and to assist them with that. And starting in January, that means growing into Anderson County and into Rusk County as well.
0: And in uh, Anderson County, I assume Palestine and Henderson will be the uh, focal points geographically of those efforts. We're just looking at things going on there that are similar to what's happening now in Jacksonville and Cherokee County, right? Yes. Okay. Now, basically what we're talking about is what we're celebrating on October 17th at the Ethan 2017 Celebration Summit. And let's get a few uh, details about that it's from 11:30 till 1 at the Ornella center on old omen road it's open to anyone twenty dollars is the ticket price for seniors and students forty dollars for nonprofit staff fifty dollars for general admission anybody is welcome and encouraged to come you can also buy a table you're looking at this as a way of just getting everybody together and celebrating but also introducing people to ethan who may not be all that familiar with what you do and who are interested in getting more involved
1: that's correct. Many of us have um, a passion for a specific um, social service in this community, and many people may not know that that same organization that you love and that you support is actually part of a much bigger collaborative effort that's having a far greater impact than whatever one thing that they are focusing on. They truly are having a greater impact in the community.
0: Okay. so. Um Ethan, East Texas Human Needs Network 2017 Celebration Summit, October 17th, 11:30 to 1 at the Ornelas Center on Old Omen. Twenty dollars for seniors and adults, forty dollars nonprofit staff, fifty dollars general admission. If you want to go, uh, easiest thing to do would be to register online. I take it, and that's going to be uh, ethnn.org, or you can call 903-216-3211. October 17th. Get it on your calendars now, the Ethan 2017 Celebration Summit. Another big event coming up, and that's uh, you'll barely have time to catch your breath. It's like eight days later. Take the Step, a job skills event. This will be the second year that you've done this. And one of the important things to remember is it's not a job fair, but it does a lot of things that job fairs can't do. What's happening and where and when on October 25th with a uh, Take the Step event?
1: October 25th at the Tyler Rose Garden Center from 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. People who have trouble gaining employment or retaining employment are invited to attend. It is free, uh, including free childcare and free transportation to and from your home anywhere in Smith County and if you're within the city of Tyler using city transit. um, It is a way of coming in, doing a simple interview evaluation to determine what your barriers are to employment and then meeting with the organization that is best equipped to serve you, uh, doing it all in a single day. The opportunity to meet with 5, 10, even 15 nonprofit organizations that can help you with those barriers to employment and doing it all in a single day.
0: All righty. And again, it's just about a a job fair is going to be different employers show up and here's a job. And for some people that works great. It's all they need, but this is for folks Again, as you say, who are having trouble finding work, who may not even know exactly where they fit in, who may be totally oblivious to the skills and the knowledge that they need to find the right job for them. So that's what this is all about: um, addressing employment barriers and an assessment of employment barriers. The goal to connect people to community resources. It's absolutely free. Ten in the morning until six in the evening. Uh, I know that those hours are geared towards uh, drawing in as large a portion of your target population as you possibly can. And you say there's uh, child care available as well.
1: That's correct. We're very fortunate to have partners with UT Health Northeast, the Parents and Education Program, and Champions for Children, uh, who together have put together the, the child care for the full day.
0: All right. So if you're looking for a job and really don't know quite where to turn at this point in your life, this is for you, October 25th. Um, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. drop by pretty much any time the earlier the you don't want to get there at 6 I mean
1: right it, the earlier the better you go through this assessment and then you are uh, you get to meet with the organizations that are there and best equipped to help you there are five different areas that we that we look at when we do this assessment and uh, they they include um, um, and barriers that have to do with personal and financial needs uh-huh. uh, with emotional and physical needs also, career decision-making and planning. Maybe you want to go back to school. Maybe you, you didn't get to finish, but you have an opportunity to do so now. Job-seeking knowledge, knowing how to apply online uh, mm. is, is desperately needed now. And then training and education. Uh, there are lots of great certification programs in this community. Not everyone knows about them, how to access them or what's available. And, and often we give up on our dreams for a specific field of work so it's it would be great for people to be able to come and do a quick assessment Thanks to UT Tyler they have an amazing tool that will guide you through what are your skills and your talents and and what is it that moves you in actually doing an assessment to learn what that is and then we can help you find a way to get there
0: quick question for just somebody who may not be able to get there until late in the day Uh, to get the most out of this and of course it's an all-day thing for because people have schedules they come and go sometimes they do have jobs but they want to find a better one what would be the latest that somebody would want to come by if you shut down at six maybe 4 35 in the afternoon if they
1: have an opportunity to do so come as early as possible as early yeah. as
0: possible yeah. 4
1: 35 o'clock if possible if not come come anyway even if it's just a few minutes before six because if we at a minimum can sit down and have that long conversation uh, And do the assessment and determine what are your barriers and what organizations can help you. Uh, Maybe you can't take advantage of meeting with them that day, but at least you'll now have the information. And you can take it upon yourself to meet with them when you do have time.
0: Okay, again, that's Take the Step, a job skills event, October 25th. 25 to 30 organizations on hand. It'll be from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. at the Rose Garden Center in Tyler. Mark your calendar for that if you think that's what you need to really turn your life around. Another thing we want to talk about today, and this is a biggie, another one that uh, has just recently made the news. This is called OK to Say, and it's another one that you have uh, not developed on your own as a human needs network, but through a newer organization or network that addresses mental health issues. Yes, you are taking this on under your wing and uh, helping promote it. What's what's going on with OK to say? What's that all about?
1: The the Smith County Behavioral Health Leadership Team is made up of behavioral health professionals and first responders and criminal justice and nonprofit and government, all these organizations working together to address issues of of mental health and ensuring that people have the care that they need at the level and quality that they need at the moment in which they need it. It's critical. It's absolutely critical. And one of the things that we have as one of our subcommittees is to help this community understand uh, mental illness and reduce the stigma associated with mental illness. Uh, We have a lot of PSAs out there, public service announcements, and and much information out there that says something like, I can say that I have breast cancer, why can't I say that I suffer from depression? Mm -hmm. And if we can reduce the stigma associated with mental illness then people who desperately need care are far more likely to go and seek the help that they need okay. don't be embarrassed don't be ashamed it is an illness just like diabetes and just like cancer and mm-hmm. there are solutions and there is hope for people with mental illness so we're working hard to reduce the stigma
0: you bet and the website is www.oktosay.org all spelled out www.oktosay.org you can go to that website and get more information but you can also get more information by contacting the east texas human needs network 903-216-3211 and uh, i think if you want to email your organization the best thing to do is just to go online to the contact tab and use the online contact
1: that's right that's right they can certainly do that And what we've done locally to promote this is we've established a Facebook page. And the Facebook page is OK to Say East Texas. Mm OK to Say East Texas. So if you're... um, if you enjoy spending time online and on social media, please visit the Facebook page. We'd like for you to like it and to follow it and to share it uh, and to share your own story. Please be open. Share your own story. It is okay to say. That is that is our message. It is okay to say.
0: Mm-hmm. Talking to Christina Folsom with the East Texas Human Needs Network this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. We're getting ready to kind of wind the show down a little bit. We do want to remind everybody that uh, you do take donations. There's a donation tab on your website, and uh, there are so many ways that people can volunteer with your organization. I guess the real help that you are just going to continue to need over the years as this whole Ethan East Texas Human Needs Network project develops is people to be involved and to become members. And a question we've had for you before. If somebody is listening to this show, learning about Ethan for the very first time, and they want to be involved, uh, we've already mentioned one option. I guess showing up at the summit on October 17th at uh, the Ornella Center from 1130 to 1 is a good first step. If they can't make that, or if they would rather just maybe sit down with you or somebody on your staff, and uh, just really kind of get involved. Is it is it a good idea just to show up for one of your? regular meetings or is there a tool for someone who just really needs an introductory course into what you do?
1: I think obviously that the summit that's coming up is probably the best way to learn about everything that we have done that we do now and that we're planning on. Um, you can attend our quarterly meetings. The quarterly meeting is probably the second best approach but you can come to any meeting at any point in time. Everyone is welcome. Come ask questions, join us, send an email, make, make a phone call whatever it takes. If you're really interested and curious about what it is that we do, we are here to share that information with you.
0: Okay, now you used the term point in time a minute ago and I went, aha, okay. Let's talk about one more thing that's just a biggie every year. It'll be coming up in late -hmm. January, I believe. That's right. The Point in Time Homeless Survey. In a lot of ways this was a springboard for what has become the East Texas Human Needs Network. What happens with that every year?
1: What we do is we we uh, go out into the community and we interview individuals who are experiencing homelessness
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, sometimes, and we call it a, um, a known location assessment. So we go into shelters and soup kitchens, but we also go out into the community that, where we know we have uh, tent cities, uh, people living in specific places um, not meant for human habitation. Yeah. And we interview them and we find out what are their circumstances, what led them to where they are today, and what is it that they need. Uh, are there services that they need and they're able to receive thankfully are there services that they desperately need and they've not been able to access Uh, it's an assessment and then we gather that information organizations adjust programs add programs uh, seek funding based on this data
0: okay and um, other things that we're, probably, uh, that we're just not going to have time to go into detail about today, I would encourage folks to go to that website, ethnn.org, and learn about things like the poverty simulation, which is where people actually have a chance to experience what it's like to be poor and to have to go through the network of social services that people have to do when they're in that situation. Great educational tool, something called justserve.org through the uh, Latter-day Saints Church. You can search for places to serve in the community. Uh, that website can keep you busy all day. And then there are all the meetings and all the different projects you do that people are be invol- uh, that people can be involved with. So many opportunities to be involved with the East Texas Human Needs Network. Again, 903help.org, one of our major topics today. The Celebration Summit, October 17th. Encourage everybody to try to go to that. That's going to be at uh, the Ornelas Center from 1130 to 1. And then the Job Skills Event, Take the Step, coming up October 25th. We are out of time, but, Christina, thanks again for getting us up to date.
1: Thank you, John. I really appreciate it. You
0: bet. Christina Folsom, East Texas Human Needs Network, our guest this morning. I'm John Sims. Thank you for joining us. See you again next week on In Focus.